Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. On this episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Skulls, trolls, and fairy wings? Phasmophobia or spasmophobia? Give me that Halloween loot before I have to shoot. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Hey, 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 it's the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 88. I'm Clinton Stanley, and I'm here with... Big Rye. And the Huntsman 420. Yeah, and these uh, Delirious Dads are bringing you yet another episode, a fun episode. Um, I would say a Halloween field episode tonight. For sure. Yeah. It's going to be good, guys. It's going to be good and spooky. Good and spooky, as he says. And uh, we're, we're glad to have you back, Ryan. It's been kind of a chaotic season so far. If you guys have been uh, tuning in on iTunes, you can check us out over on there, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, those places. If you've been checking us out, you know it's been kind of chaotic. Ryan's kind of been in and out um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Christmas Wait, season. Yeah, we knew it would be. It's like, what? I thought these were like Halloween episodes. Now you're bringing up Christmas. You're cramping my style. Yes, I'm the guy that hangs the Christmas lights before Halloween. That you so hate your neighbors. Yeah. I'm the one who does it. They're Sounds paying me. Um, and it's just the way it is. Season's short. We hang them. We don't turn them on. Customer can turn them on if they want to. We don't till after Halloween. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this year we got you know only a couple existing guys who know what they're doing. Everybody else is brand new. I don't think we've ever had a green team that's this you know in comparison. And this year we got ten new employees. I mean ten yeah. ten employees, one existing. So that tells mm. you that's a it's a it's an interesting recipe. Yeah. Mm. Now I think I think Halloween's going to be catching on though. I think here in the next three years or so, I bet you'll be telling me, well, Clint, we're now doing Halloween because I feel like more and more actually, Halloween lights are becoming a thing. We've given a couple quotes for it this year, and uh, next year we are already researching on. Um, they finally have some some decently priced quality RGB bulbs, so we can put up the lights. Pick the color, and then when Christmas comes, change the color without having to do the job again. That's what deters people. They don't want to pay for the install twice, and that's we don't awesome. want to. We don't want to do it twice for free, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of a, a complication there. Well, there is some new lights that have come out uh, in the past that were really no good. I didn't like their system, and we don't install anything if I don't think it's quality. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we try to do like the best there is. Uh, but there is a new system that's out. They don't look like your normal Christmas light bulbs, you know, with a little point on them and all the Christmas vibe. But right. if you're one of those people who just loves the holidays and wants to decorate for both, we're going to be supplying these new lights that allow you to change them to purple and orange or whatever you want to. And then when, when Thanksgiving comes, change them to red and orange for autumn. And then when Christmas comes, change them to red and green, whatever the freak you want. Right. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's next year. Well, it works that way in video games too, apparently, because they just change mm. some colors and add some effects and voila, you got a Halloween event. That's right. So it's yeah. going to be really exciting, but I do want to give a shout out before we get started um, to our, our friend, our compadre, you know, he's been a supporter of the show, Reckless underscore X. We want to congratulate him on um, officially uh, being a Madden pro. And uh, this this past week, he, he uh, this week, actually, he competed in the Madden 21 Chiefs Club Championship. It was online elimination tournament. He did not win, but he did get him some W's. And uh, anyway, we just want to congratulate him on his endeavor with uh, the Madden Let's franchise. Go. Yep. nice so nice. that's that's on the playstation 4 so if you want to we'll look look out for him check him out over on his stream it's Re- reckless underscore x over on twitch tonight we're going to be doing gaming news and we're going to be bringing you a game review of a game that we've talked about the last couple of weeks actually which is phasmophobia mm, that's phasmatastic mm, i like it so Hunter's this game game's pretty spooky. It could give you some nightmares. Oh yeah, some nightmares or mares. Mares. We're gonna do this right on the show. Yeah, we're gonna do it on the, on Okay, the guys, show. you guys are listening. Uh, for me, when people say nightmares, it sounds weird. Like they're like naming a horse that's of the night a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, it's nightmare. You wake up, you're scared. Your kid had a nightmare. And you see not the a mirror. nightmare. The mirror. Yeah. You you merely yeah. had a bad dream. Merely. Yeah, it's a, it's a nightmare. It's just what it is. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, it's not nightmare. It is not nightmare on Elm Street. That doesn't make sense. Little nightmare. One, so you not little nightmare. That's fine. You've been outvoted. No, it's little nightmare. Even when you said it, it sounded no, right. No, I did not. So That's anyway, so weird. we're going to be talking about the nightmarish game of Phasmophobia. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to bring chills down your spine. We're going to dive into it deeper than we've ever dived before as deep as Ryan in a Christmas Turkey. So deep. Mm. Wow. That's what she said. I can't resist. I had to say it. It was too much right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> well guys, with that said, me and Ryan are bringing the news. Let's head on over there and see what this week has for us. All right, guys, it's time for the leaks, for the geeks, and tonight we're getting our treat on with this news sesh. Ryan, take it away, buddy. All right. Hey, a while back, we talked about uh, a thing that we thought was going to be bigger and better than it has proven to be, but we were right, and it's been still carrying on, and that's Google Stadia, right? Mm -hmm. And that is something that we thought was going to be better when it came out, but we knew that it wasn't going to just flounder because Google has too much money and has too much clout. And so they're going to keep working on it and hopefully get it going. And it has improved. Their list of games has improved. Their lag has improved. Their, uh, you know, different issues that they've had that people have complained about have improved. It's not perfect, but it's definitely a lot better. We mentioned, I don't know, maybe a year ago when we were talking about Stadia that also Amazon was talking about getting in the game. 
of cloud gaming, which everybody is getting in the game of doing. And uh, they announced not too long ago in September that they are indeed getting into cloud gaming. It's going to be called Amazon Luna, L-U-N-A. And uh, I have not looked into why they called it Luna, just like I don't know why the other guys called it Stadia. So do that on your own time. Anyways, <laughs> the, uh, the fact that they had just announced it in September is interesting because already this week they've started uh, basically trial runs. I figured since they announced it in September it was going to be a while. We didn't hit on it because I had come across the story and it just didn't seem like there was much to it just yet. Um, and now they're already doing um, pre-testing for those who have signed up. If you have signed up, um, you're going to get seven days free in the beginning before they start billing you. Okay. And and randomly, it sounds like, and probably not just randomly, I'm sure it's randomly plus some streamers and things like that, they're going to be inviting uh, people to do the trial before it's actually out, the beta run basically for it. Um, okay. says, with early access, players will be able to access Luna, available across Fire TV, Mac, PC, and uh, iOS app. Android app will be coming soon. Early access requires you subscribe to the Luna Plus game channel, which comes with 50 games for $5.99 a month. Their system is a little bit more like Xbox Game Pass, if okay. I understand it, because it's set up to where um, you're, these, these 50 games are, are the titles kind of that you own by paying that $5.99. You don't get to download them, but you own them as long as you're a subscriber. Um, you won't have to purchase the individual titles. Amazon isn't offering full game purchases. It's not what they're trying to get into. It's just for the cloud gaming deal. Um, uh, early access players get seven days, like I said. Then, boom, they'll start getting billed, $5.99 a month. Okay. Uh, they, even though they just announced it in September, since the, this has been rumored since last year, like we talked about, the company will continue to add players in the months to come, and uh, they're just getting started. They're making sure that everybody knows, hey, what we have right now is just getting started. We're in pre-test mode. Uh, and we want everybody to test it. Core, casual, first-time mm. gamers, and streamers are very welcome. Okay. Um, so uh, the fact that they want a variety tells me they're probably going to select at least a few streamers, you know, kind of so guys that are going to help. Send, you just send that in to them then, like as a sign-up thing, or how do you get put no. on the actual list? No, it just looked like they're just going to send invitations out. Within the group that have signed up for the five ninety nine deal, they're going to select and send out invitations. So if you're one of them that are lucky, you'll get an invitation on your email account, and that means you've been invited in. Okay. Um, I also think, like I said, they're going to be specific on some. I, I'm sure they'll invite some bigger streamers, some stuff like that to help with uh, promotion. You know what I mean? And, okay. and to get some real reviews from, from top-level type guys. This doesn't give much more to it. It says, you know, they want customers. They want customers. What's it say here? We want to hear <laughs> what customers like what they don't like, what they want to see us build. If we're doing something great, tell us. If we're doing something uh, wrong, let us know. We can't wait to hear what you think. That's their quote, you know, as they're releasing this email. Okay. So this is, uh, you know, in my opinion, everybody's going this way. We knew Amazon was going to go this way. What I'm interested in is it's interesting that we have two players that are not really part of the gaming arena jumping into the gaming arena and going to be fighting for title rights. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure Amazon does not want shared rights with Stadia and I'm sure Stadia does not want shared rights with with Luna. Right. So what's going to happen here, I'm sure, is exclusives on each one, which kind of, to be honest with you, it hurts the gaming community, in my opinion, because okay. we're moving away 
from these exclusive type vibes to mm-hmm. cross-platform, right? The big thing right now is cross-platform. We've been waiting for years, and we're seeing game after game after game go cross-platform. So when okay. I see these guys that are like new and up and coming, to me it's got to feel like, well, dang, I'm going to have to get both subscriptions just to play all the games I want because there's going to be some on this one, some on this one, and then my friends won't be able to play. I mean, it would be cross-platform still, but <coughs> people who have Luna won't probably be able to play with people who have Stadia because those two games won't exist. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's that's my that's my thoughts. I'm not sure. You know, I'm just guessing, but that's kind of what I think we're going to see, almost like an early PlayStation Xbox, but within the cloud world. Yeah, uh, that'd be interesting to see what happens with it. Cloud gaming is such a different kind of thing because they're mm-hmm. so they're the new kid on the block, and obviously they've been having issues just with the there's enough lag there that with a shooter, for instance, or anything that's uh, fast-paced, mm-hmm. it messes with you. You don't notice it on a game like, um, I don't know, like just a regular Borderlands. platformer, Borderlands. Yes. Yeah, because you're playing NPCs. Or like when we did, uh, even when we did Tony Hawk on uh, Parsec, we, mm-hmm. didn't, we didn't notice the lag. But I think when you get into, hey, let's go play a, a round of Call of Duty or let's go play some kind of competitive matchup against other players, you really notice it. Now, Stadia, before they came out and during their their deal right now, has boasted that they're not going to have that issue, that they have so much back server support and all this kind of stuff that you're not going to notice lag even on first-person competitive gaming for top-level gamers. Well, that hasn't been true when they first come out, right? I mean, it's not horrible, definitely not. People have been surprised by how good it is, but it's not as good as playing on your own local PC. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're going to see you know, how much that's going to shift or get adjusted. And, you know, I don't know. I think we're, I think we're still a year or two out from really seeing the potential of cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts, Hunt Dog? I completely agree with you. I think it's going to have to develop a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we shouldn't expect any more than that. I think everything that is coming out in this, uh, you know, new age, you have to see some development in it. I mean, it's not like it's just going to come out and be the finished great product that you think it's going to be. But right, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think uh, over time we'll see this primed and get better. Um, and then, you know, it is kind of interesting to think about, like, is it going to be kind of cross-platform in a way? Maybe every every game that is streamed like that is available to play with each other. I don't know. That's, that's kind of weird. To yeah. Yeah. It's all about. kind of tricky. Mm-hmm. I know for me as a dad, just cloud the the idea of having cloud gaming and being able to play it in another room. So like, you know, my setups obviously I'm in the back in a clo- literally in a closet, which is AKA right. my studio. Well, everything's right. plugged in here, so I can't unplug my gaming PC and unplug all my lights and my microphone mm-hmm. and all that, and then take it into the living room for just a couple hours of play. It's just not worth it. Right. So I've I've really been thinking, man, I I wonder what I could get away with to to play some of these uh, well, it's, shooters and things like that that I would like to play in the other room. And that's also the negative to PC gaming. Though PC gamers don't want to talk about it, we our, our audience is delirious dads. And PC gaming is kind of a, uh, you know, unless your, dad, your kids are old enough, it's kind of a solo act. Mm-hmm. It separates you from the family most of the time. Some dads have their computers set up in the living rooms, but they still got their headsets on and they're in their own world. You know what I mean? Um, to where gaming back in the day, you know, was much more social. Even though this is social between us when we play, it's not as social with the family as it used to be. So it is a little bit secluding. So I think the same thing. I think, man, I really would like to get something that I can play downstairs on my projector 
you know, and not feel like I'm always up here. You know, we can jump on with some controllers. And so I, I do want a balance of both. And that's why I still think about, you know, maybe I will buy a next gen console as yeah, it comes out. I have that. Yeah, because yeah. PC PC gaming does kind of, I mean, not for everybody. More, some PC gamers are going towards like using their PC as a console. So it's set up in their living room with their TV and they play on their TV or yeah. they're playing with like a shield, right? Who's it, boosting it to the TV. If, but if we weren't already, if we weren't doing the stream and the podcast and all the things we do, I would just have it in the living room. If, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, mm-hmm. because of what it is, needing the, the quiet and not having the kids in the mm-hmm. room yeah. when, when you're doing your production stuff. It makes well, it not only that, you know, we get, we, you start PC gamers. We're those guys. We start going, we need that screen with a better refresh rate. We need this. We need that. And you're not going to get that on your living room TV. No, it's not right. going to be quite the same. Nope, Plus not. at 12 o'clock in the morning when you're yelling at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's echoing through the whole house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're in the front room. Versus See, but all of us, this this group right here is, is kind of young kids, right? We don't really have. It would be different kids. maybe when I have, like, uh, my daughter Rory is just now getting at the age where it's making me think about it and think, Hmm, I'd like to go back to the living room. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely, you know, you see this little turd box right over here that's set up. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a gaming PC. And then she's going to have her gaming PC. There you and go. we can jump online right next to each other. Maybe that's the new way. I'm kind of new to the PC gaming, so I don't really know what happens when you want to play with your kids. Do you just get a whole nother, you know, so that's different. Yeah, it's more expensive, uh, uh, right? It is, it is. Well, the yeah. thing is, you don't have to buy in the top notch because they're not going to notice the quality yet. Right. I think I think it's when you know once I didn't become a, a graphics snob till I was much older. Yeah, well, I think you're still gonna have to buy them. You know, just to run the good games, you're gonna have to buy them a thousand dollar computer. It's still, yeah. It's it's not a six hundred dollar console or four hundred dollar console. Well, at that point, I, mean, I, mine, I built mine for seven hundred. So, hey, at that point, yeah. you just all you all you got to find out is what can I use it for as well as a gaming PC, and then you've uh, you've just well, what... in your mind. That's exactly right. It's a business thing. We're gonna need yep. a second computer. Yep. I've got that. The reason that's set up in here right now is I've had one of my other guys working next to me because we're so far behind. He's working on one thing, and I'm working on one thing right here. And so, that's the way <laughs> it's, it is. it's a good way to way to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan, you know you're talking about all that cloud gaming stuff. Let's talk about Halloween a little bit. Let's, okay, let's do it. Let's talk about Fortnite for a minute. Fortnite is bringing back the official. Fortnite Mirrors 2020. <laughs> you see what I did there for Ryan? Yeah, I did. I did see what you did, and you yeah. you dra- you dramatized the mirrors. Yeah, it's nightmares. Yeah. It's very simple nightmares. nightmares. Okay, nightmares. So Fortnite Mirrors 2020 is back, and it's called Fortnite Mirrors 2020 Midas Midas's Revenge. Oh, I and see what they did there. They combined nightmares and Fortnite and made it Fortnite Mirrors. Yes. Okay, I'm with yeah. you. Once upon a fortnight, uh, yeah. So this is Midas's revenge. It's going to bring okay. spirits of the dead back to haunt Fortnite Island. In this event, you will uh, follow the arrival of the Shadow Midas, who has taken over the authority and reawakened his henchmen as part mm. of his plot to turn players into, wait for it, shadows. Mm. Ah. <laughs> Every time you're eliminated, you'll turn into a shadow and return to haunt the Fortnite Island and the players who are still alive. Shadows will have special powers, including the ability to possess vehicles, 
in order to help them eliminate living players. There will be a variety of challenges to complete and cosmetic items to unlock, as well as special in-game concert that's going to be from Colombian reggaeton musician Jay Balvin. The Jay Balvin <laughs> concert will go on the main stage uh, of the Party Royale Island at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Halloween night. And, so it'll be, uh, be like that big event we talked about last time where the guy actually put on the show. Right. It was within Fortnite. Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fort, Fort Nightmares right. is uh, starting today, October 21st. And Be careful. It sounded like you November just said 30. Nightmare. No. October 21st. Nightmare. October 21st to November 3rd, guys, is how long this event is. Okay, I'm done. Man, this argument's a nightmare. Nightmare. Wow. Rawr. Rawr. Uh, hey, Fortnite news number two. Since we're talking about Fortnite, I'm just going to shoot you guys this one real quick. All right, uh, go slow. I'm glad that Call of Duty has finally adjusted, you know, and let you download Warzone on its own because the 200 gig download is a little bit ridiculous. Yes. And we've talked, we've talked about that. But if you want the whole game, it's still huge. It's a massive beast of ridiculousness, and uh, it takes. Actually, it was over 250, right? It was bigger than a regular. SSD hard drive yes. of 250. So Fortnite, which is a decent-sized game in itself of 90 gigs, which has kind of become a, a bigger game than it used to be, they, a recent update, uh, lowered the game down to 27 gigs. Wow. They, they, mm. they, they cut that game and all the bloat out of it and redid it, and so when you do your update, it's going to take it from, from 90 gigs to 27. That's more than 60-gig reduction. Call of Duty, you have something to learn. Yes. That's all. That's all I've got to say, because that just—they're right. Because what happens is they keep overriding things, overriding, 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 overriding. Instead of removing and writing, right? Things just get added, 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 and it get—it becomes redundant. There's redundant code that's let's load it in there, and they kill some of the code, but they don't remove it. They just kill it, so it's not being read. Mm-hmm. And so then they just keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that. Well, Fortnite has wiped out a bunch of that dead code rewrote it more concise and done a new update. Um, so great idea. I think everybody who's, you know, we love, we don't get us wrong out there. We love the fact that games continue to update and we get new things like these nightmare uh, updates <laughs> and events and stuff like that. Right. So we, we're not complaining about that, but at the same time, we don't want to add 20 gigs to our 200 gig game for a nightmare. It just doesn't, exactly. you know, it's not worth yeah. it. It causes nightmares later on. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I mean, just having a 250 gig download is a nightmare. Yeah, for so. sure. I uh, I 110% agree with you on that. And mm-hmm, I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Fortnite has that advantage of being already smaller anyway. So it's kind of interesting right. that they decided to make it lighter. Um, probably just mm-hmm. another another way of, of trying to get the new median because... Um, you know, I, I'm going to say this, and it's, you know, you guys can agree or disagree. I think Fortnite is slowly, I don't think it's going to die, but I think mm-hmm. it's in that stage of it's uh, it's no longer the game. It's crazy. Yeah, that, that's what we talked about what, last crazy. week or the week before. Call of Duty, Call of Duty kind of passed it up mm-hmm. with the youngsters. That's a big sign. Yep. It's not going to disappear. It's going to stay a huge game, and it's going to stay a big moneymaker. So that's not what we're saying. But we don't think it's this skyrocketing claim to fame anymore. That's my opinion too. Sure, I think right. it's I think it's leveled out a little bit. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're not the king of their domain anymore. I think Call of mm-hmm. Duty took that spot. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't doesn't surprise us that much. And that's not necessarily a negative thing. No. But. I mean they, they held that spot for a long time. <laughs> Made oh, yeah. a lot of money. Well, guys, the next piece of news or piece of business that we're going to do here, uh, we're going to talk about another event uh, regarding Rocket League. You guys like Rocket League. I like Rocket League, and uh, it's free to play now, so uh, a lot of people should like Rocket League, in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, they're doing a Halloween event, too. And mm. this one this one, I'm actually interested in checking out uh, because it's, it's kind of a throwback to... Gosh, our our generation, Ryan, really. I mean, I don't even know okay. if Hunter was around. But it's a throwback to Ghostbusters. So they're, oh, they're gonna go. Yeah. This is called the Haunted Hollows event. And okay. uh Rocket League's putting I thought it you on. were gonna go for twisted metal or something. No, 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 no. No, because this is it's gotta be Halloween themed. Well, I mean you see what we're throwing at you there? Twisted metal creepy clown, you know. Mm, I mean he was creepy. But he wasn't. No I, love, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't no. He wasn't no Resident Evil. Anyway, we're gonna throw the video up here, guys. Scoring graphic, you know, where you you can have something happen. To yeah, the it's goal. probably an entire package. Yeah, revolving around so Ghostbusters. Stay Puff, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Is it Stay Puff or Stay Puff? Stay Puff. Like stay, like hey, stay puffy. Yeah. Hey, stay puff, cuz. Yeah, I give you something. I've, I've never, I've, I've never totally known. I always thought it was Stay Puff, but when I was a kid, I called it State, like the State, State. Puff. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was one hundred percent sure. That's like somebody saying nightmares. Yeah, but I was a kid, and then I learned how to actually say it. But I just want to make sure. Just now, today. No, you just I've, yeah. You, one day, I, on. one day, I just went with it. Stay S T A Y, and I went with okay. it. Okay, I got you. So that's not it, though. They're you know they're not only going to bring back the the homage homage to uh, to Ghostbusters, but you're going to have a Ghostbusters avatar border, Ghostbusters player banner. You're going to have Ghostbusters wheels. You're going to have a Stay Puff topper. You'll be able to get Stay Puff wheels, ectoplasm boost, mood mm-hmm. slime boost. Dang, nice. Ghost Trapper topper, Slimer topper, and the Ecto-1 player banner. Nice. Yep. And it says here that there are two limited time modes coming to which you can play to unlock these items. One is a variant on the Heat Seeker mode played in a new arena, and then the other is Spike Rush, which can only be played on night maps. And then you'll be able to get the Ecto 1 vehicle previously available as DLC, so you can just go check that out. Buy you can pretty much just buy the car um, okay. during the event. That's what it looks nice. like. So that's all I got on that one, guys. Yeah, it looks clean. I think I like, you know, the the uh, the pink one kind of jumps out to me. I don't know why I like pink and purple stuff so much, but sometimes it's I do, especially just the looks probably, of that specific one looks really good. 
Probably just because it's DDG, right? It's 80s, maybe, it's DDG. Maybe I've just kind of started to fall in love with that look, yeah, yeah, because of that. It's just us. What else you got, Ryan? I've got a story about Bethesda. These little sneaky devils are in a lawsuit. You don't say. Yeah, I do say. Uh, I guess, actually, this lawsuit started back in 2019. Uh, Ruin 2 uh, publisher Ragnarok Game sued the original developer, Human Head Studios, alleging that Human Head had attempted to destroy the game by very publicly abandoning it on launch day. So they openly announced to everybody, we don't have anything to do with the game. We let go of the game right when it was launching, which obviously is going to horribly stunt the growth of a game because you know the original developers are gone. Um, So they sued them for that. And uh, they're refusing. They also refused to turn over source code and assets, so another developer could continue to take over the job. Uh, instead of you know, a quote from them was, "We could have transitioned the game if they if they weren't able to participate anymore. We could have transitioned naturally. You know, here's the code. We'll help you find somebody, stuff like that." Uh, but the executive producer Matt Candler said that uh, they did not do that. Instead, they actually did everything they could to prevent them from supporting the product. So they sued them for that. Well, that's all fun and and dandy between Ragnarok and uh, Human Head. But come as things develop, you know, and obviously your lawyers are involved and you're digging deeper in what's going on. The lawsuit has now been amended to include ZeniMax Media, which is a big one, Mm -hmm. and Bethesda uh, Softworks. Mm-hmm. which announced in November 2019, just so happened they announced it on the same day Human Head went out of business, that it had tried, uh, that it had hired the entire team and reassembled them as Roundhouse Studios. So Bethesda bought Human Head, all of them, but made them close Human Head and restart as Roundhouse Studios. Yes. Well, in that shutdown, Human Head's initial Roundhouse announcement uh, implied that the studio had reached had reached out to Bethesda after they decided to close down. They reached out to Bethesda to see if they could salvage things, basically. Okay. Um, but the update claims otherwise. It basically is showing that Bethesda was involved in their shutdown. Mm. So the alleged thoughts behind this whole little, uh, you know, I guess you can call it a conspiracy for now because it's just mm-hmm. a case, right? And you're innocent until proven guilty is that uh, basically Bethesda was an active participant in the effort to tear up, tear down, torpedo, ruin two. And other games, uh, one other game called Oblivion Song, that had, uh, and they basically were conspiring with Human Head ahead of time. Okay. Trying to make sure that this game failed at launch, specifically because it threatened Skyrim Elder Scrolls. Mm. Because it's very much the same game. And the reason why they believe this is because it says in an act to, uh, in an act under bad faith and uh, contractual breach of confidentiality requirements, Human Head securely provided Bethesda and Zenimax with keys and permitted them to play the confidential pre-release Ruin Two. Mm. What would be your reason for doing that if you're abandoning all that? You know what I mean? Because you're trying to show them what you have so they can see what you're worth, right? Problem is, that really looks bad when it comes to 
you're building a competitor game versus our game. You let us look at the ins and outs of your game, and then we bought you out and you closed down and abandoned the game. Somebody mm. was working. Somebody was working with the boss at the top who knew he was going to mm-hmm. get a nice check. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like. Yep. So that's what this lawsuit's saying right now. They're basically saying this was a planned deal to sabotage this game. We didn't know when we bought the game that it was being sabotaged. We thought we were just taking on a game. You know what I mean? And they were closing down because they were having financial needs or whatever, uh, which is not the case. Case is they got offered a fat check over at Bethesda probably and said, well, we'll come over, but we have to make sure uh, this other game doesn't do well and, and hurt Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And then, psh, yep. you know, brought the you whole team over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an ugly one. It's, that's an ugly one. Hey. And it, from the little bit of evidence they have right now, it doesn't sound good. So after this case, they're going to be saying, we used to be a good gaming company, and then we took a lawsuit to the knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. There's more details here. If you guys are interested, you can look up that article on PC uh, gaming or PCGamer.com, and there's more to the article, but you guys get the gist of it. We don't have to go any further than that. So the next one on the list is a Red Dead Online, guys. They're doing their first mm-hmm. Halloween pass this year. Uh, nothing real major as some of the other games that we're going to be talking about, but it is Halloween and it is an event. So we wanted to, to announce it. Um, they're putting on the, uh, the, it's just Halloween pass is the mm-hmm. name of it. I mean, really, mm-hmm. I mean, that's all they put into it. But anyway, the purchasable, uh, purchasable upgrades, uh, will start as of now and run till November 16th. So, uh, what are you going to get out of that? It's basically going to be, uh, you're going to get 20 ranks. And it's going to be uh, a machete, creepy photo studio backgrounds, gothic themed, um, moonshine okay. outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also going to be able to get a phantom buck horse mask. And, okay. um, everybody wants that. Yep. You'll get a little camera filter and that's all free over there on red dead. Nice. That's really about it. There's not. I mean, they, they basically put up some macabre dec- uh, decorations, mystical takes on weapons, and some other stuff. But uh, okay. as far as Undead Nightmare, no, that's not there. So that's okay. why. Give it to us. I know, right? Give us Undead Nightmare, please. Uh, undead nice. Nightmare. With, uh, with the stuff, the, the Nightmare. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the stuff they've done with Red Dead, it made it look so beautiful. I just feel like they could do such a good job. Yeah, I know. Like making that game creepy. But Rockstar's done something weird with Red Dead. I don't know. It's like they're afraid. They it's have, be, it's, it's almost like they were like, hey, let's make sure this doesn't get better than GTA. Yeah. Online in a weird way. Exactly. Like, let's definitely treat it like the redheaded stepchild. Sorry to all you redheads out there. Some red-headed people just, so, some people still really, really just love Red Dead online. I mean, it's just, there's some major, major people who just fiend it you know what i mean uh, i don't know enough about it but i know the little bit of you know some of the main reviews that i've seen and you guys so yeah it sounds like it's they, they they it's like they almost could hit a home run and they draw back on everything it's yeah like, uh, but we're gonna but we're not quite well that's the vibe you know i don't want to make it sound like it's just horrible you're gonna get in there and be like oh man this is amazing for about yeah. a week and then after mm. that you're gonna be like man this is pretty static uh, mm-hmm. And what I mean by static is there's just not a lot going on in the world. I mean, G- yeah, GTA like, like fish and hunt and stuff to make money. And then you're like, why am I making money? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, everything's so expensive. To, at least when we played, it's been a while. But right. when you would make money and then, like, everything in the store would be so expensive. And then the stuff that was expensive, it's like, why do I even want that? It's just the outfit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I got you. Like, yeah, and so. there's no there's no end game to it. There's nothing like, hey, once I get this, then we can work yeah. towards this. There's no, you know what I mean? Like with, with GTA, it's at least like, hey, man, let's get some good stuff, and then we can start hitting these big heists, and we can yeah, start you, starting yeah, these yeah. businesses. Big like goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's something something to that. And uh, it just seems like Red Dead Online was missing that. But, you know, go check it out, guys. It's free. If you already have the game, just go go get it. Uh, next on my list, if you're playing World of Warcraft right now, you know, we talked about the pre-patches launched. Um, it's Of course, it doesn't have the actual pre-expansion event that's launched yet. Uh, that of course probably it doesn't. That probably won't happen until they actually give a release date for the expansion mm-hmm. at this point. But uh, it does have all the customization stuff and the level revamp and all that. I thought they did give a release date, release date for the expansion. Mm-mm. Yeah, and then they just canceled it, and moved it back. Right now we don't know. It's just too. Oh, okay. Announced. Just making sure we all understood that there was one that got moved. Yeah, yeah, definitely got <laughs> delayed. I've already announced that on here. Yeah, I know. And and you said it was a good thing, but I'm I want to bash it. It's funner. Yeah. Well, you're gonna be bashing yeah. it here in a little bit too, not to give too much away. Uh, yeah. October 18th to November 1st is the Hallows End event, and if you're a WoW player, you should already know this. Headless Horseman's going to be flying around the little capital cities or the smaller mm-hmm. cities next to the mm-hmm. capital cities, I should say, setting mm-hmm. them on fire. And it's your job as a good Azrothian uh, citizen to go and put out those fires. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can't just neglect it. Right. It's not right. You're gonna what would it? happen if nobody logged into the service that night? Then he laughs. He laughs. And burn. No, he does this annoying. Um, he talks in rhymes. Very annoying rhymes. So, you know, he has some deal where he's like, alas, you know, my victory. And then, you know, ha ha ha. And he laughs and just flies. So, do you actually hear him or is it just writing? No, you hear him. Everything on Wild's audio now. Oh, okay. I forget. You haven't played since they finally moved with the times. No, I haven't. No, this one's definitely him talking. It's always him talking. And uh, you'll hear him when you're in the areas. You can also trick or treat at all the major uh, towns and uh, city nice. areas. So go do that. There's things to get too much to, uh, to talk about on here, but uh, yeah, go check it out. Also overwatch in the same spirit of blizzard. Uh, we're going to talk about overwatch real quick. They're doing their Halloween Terra event. Uh, okay. This, this has started October 13th, but it doesn't give a time when it actually ends. So probably gonna, probably November October 31st at least. Yeah, probably yes. November 3rd. Anyway, this event's pretty sweet. I checked it out. Uh, they're doing the Junkenstein's Revenge co-op mode, which is robot zombies coming at you, and you just, you know, you work together to kill them. It's pretty fun. That's uh, new. I like that. I like yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Since when have you seen a robot zombie? I like it. That's yeah. that's a unique yeah, one. There's a little floating robot zombies that come yeah. at you. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how you how you how do you zombie a robot? Is it a virus? Oh, it's actually pretty cool. They tell a story with the characters. That was ridiculously good. It was. They'll tell a story with the characters. So, like, uh, you know, Reaper shows up in his Dracula skin. Okay. It's like the Dracula shows up, and you're all old, like 1800s characters, basically. Mm, 
Okay. So yeah, it's like telling a, it's like a storybook. If you're reading a storybook to a kid. Anyway, this year they're they're throwing up some new stuff. You're gonna get five new legendary skins for the event. You're gonna get now. Here's where we're gonna kill it right here, guys. Karasu Tengu Genji, Dao yeah, Tengu Hanzo, whatever a Hanzo. A Dao Tengu. What is the Dao Tengu? Tengu. It's it's a Hanzo. Okay. Um, you're gonna get Werewolf Winston. Oh, you're that get, one I can pronounce. Yeah, you're gonna get the Flying Dutchman Sigma, which okay. is pretty cool looking. And you're gonna get Shin Rayon Diva. Don't know what that is. Is it French? Or it's Angel? Diva. It's Diva, but it's I don't know. Yeah, but what oh. you read sounded French. Ole do do Diva. Shin Rayon. It's not. It sounds. Yeah, it's bad. My pronunciation is bad. So players can also unlock three epic skins: uh, Phantasma, Sombra, and Stone Brigitte, and also Ragdoll Echo. By winning nine games each week, uh, the addition of those eight new skins means that everyone in Overwatch roster will finally have a Halloween outfit to wear this year. Finally. Jeez. So here, here's how it's going to work, guys. So Junkenstein Re- Revenge, which we talked about earlier, is to bring back the hard mode, which is okay. just um, hordes of the of the robots just keep coming. They don't stop. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Um, they're, they're releasing a a new challenge feature to the game uh, mm-hmm. to that. And so it's going to be two per week for three weeks. So here's what your schedule is going to look like on that week one. You're going to get vengeful ghost. So it says Do- a deadly ghost chases players. Then you get, get frenzy stampede. Zomnix move faster. So that's like your two abilities that week. Okay. Uh, week two, you're going to get volatile Zomnix. Zomnix explode near players. That's going to suck. And then three, three there were only three players, but they deal more damage. Okay. So I think that means only three instead of four, you'll do three. Uh, and then week three, you got mystery swap. Heroes periodically randomized. Uh, shocking surprise. Some enemies spawn. Shock tires on death. There you go. So oh, this nice. event is available on all your platforms. Go check it out, guys, if you're an Overwatch fan. Fun stuff blizzard's always been big for the holiday events and so they don't go any different with the with overwatch than to do wow i'm making yeah. fun of wow but if you're if you if you're a wow player the holidays are awesome because everything changes it's not like little mm-hmm. little things that they do i mean it's a whole big to do and for, uh it, it is cool you know it's kind of home away from home if you're a big wow player yeah for me okay i'm just gonna throw this out here for me though and this might upset some people i don't know I prefer Overwatch Halloween over WoW Halloween. No, oh, really? I enjoy wow. it more. Yeah. Hmm. You think so, they just do more with it, or what makes you enjoy it more? Uh, yeah, I think WoW has kind of become static. Um, it's been the same Halloween event for years. It's kind mm. of, it's one of those deals of, hey, it's the Halloween event, but nothing, nothing majorly new. Headless Horseman's here again. Right. Halloween okay. Terror, I feel like they put a little more into the characters, and mm-hmm. you know, because they want you to buy those skins and stuff. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, this'll be good. Heroes beware. Legendary terrors emerge from the shadows. The scientist cursed by the moon. The vulpine shapeshifter, a thousand-year-old soul. 
See, the outfits look way cooler than what I announced. Yeah. Oh, sweet. The nautical specter, forever lost at sea. Frightful. The vengeful spirits of two brothers, haunted by their pasts. Easily scared. Spine tingling tricks. Well, they're more than just outfits. It's like, you know, some of them, their whole face has changed. Yeah. Yeah, they're a whole different character almost. Shocking horrors. Yeah, like Stone Brigitte looked way better than what Stone Brigitte sounds like. Mm-hmm. New heroes answers a call. It's all coming up. Exploding! Try not to get yourselves killed out there. Yeah, so I see what makes you like the Overwatch because they really go all out on these outfits. But you get more of a whole environment change with WoW. Yeah. So I'll update some maps like the Hollywood map. Yeah. They'll do like a whole Hollywood theme, but. Yeah, these maps, these maps I'm sure will be updated, but I'm sure I'm super loud right now. I always forget about that. You're good. You're good. So yeah, you get a lot of new stuff with it. Yeah, and I like the trailer. I like the way they put it together. Yeah, they put it. I like how they did the perspective of a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yep. Yep. Good stuff with uh, Overwatch. They always do good on their events. Kind of made me want to like go to an old drive-in and watch some horror movies. That sounds cool. You'd think drive-ins would be thriving right now. With uh, everything going on with regular theaters. I know. wish my wife was into horror movies. With our big screen, we could have like a horror movie party over here. You know what I, I mean? Know. She we just need, doesn't dig them. We just need to start doing a horror uh, Halloween horror night with just us. Yeah. Completely off topic, but we just finished Haunting of Bly Manor. It's so good. Is it? Oh, really? My wife won't watch any of that stuff with me, so I'm just like, well. So, mine neither. None of it. And Claire's to the point where I can't even play anything scarier. It scares her. Yep, like just yeah. the sound of it, you know. So, mm-hmm. just sitting over here with my kid Halloween, you know, just waiting on <laughs> someone to get a head chopped off. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Halloween. Oh yeah, Elmo made a comeback today. Kids are just loving it. Yes. Na 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 na. Elmo's world. I'm just like, here yep. we go. Here we go again. Yep. Free Elmo forever. Yep. Anyway, sorry, Ryan. Since we're talking about Wow, and we're talking about all this Halloween horror, might as well talk about Wow's new outfits. Uh, they're real. They're really making rounds. Their video is getting tons of downloads, but not very many uh, up likes. You know, um, and that's probably because it is kind of weird. So Wow has their uh, cash shop, which people know about, which is kind of a you know people kind of love and hate it. It's got some nice things in it, but it's also really expensive. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff in it, and they usually have things like uh, really cool mounts that are high priced, like twenty five bucks a mount. Mm-hmm. Which you got to remember, you're paying that 25 bucks on top of the purchase of the game and your monthly cost. So people are like, "Dang!" But they still buy them. This is the first time they've ever put a, uh, I guess you'd call it an armor suit. It's a full, uh, I think they, yeah, it's an eight-piece costume that you can get that they've released here right before Halloween. So you know, it's probably pretty dang spooky. Uh, Clint was supposed to have the video pulled up and ready. But, uh, he's gonna play it for you guys. My question is why? Like, look at these guys. This is a fairy sprite suit. It's the Sprite Darter's Wing Transmog. Um, it's a full body, you know, everything. It's got everything. You've got all your different characters in this video that they shared, which is the Sprite Darter's Wings 
video they put on YouTube. It's got all kinds of views. And I'm just looking at it and I'm thinking, one, I don't think I've ever seen an outfit like that in World of Warcraft, right off the bat, like ever. I don't think I've ever seen an outfit like this one, especially with those kind of specific colors. And it's even got kind of a, because of the the graphics upgrade, it's like a really good bad outfit, right? Because yeah. it's definitely looking better than I remember. Yeah. And then, and then on top of that, why release that outfit at Halloween? Right. I, I don't understand it at all. Well, they're they're. Um, let me show you what they're based off of, though, so you'll kind of have a uh, a uh, point of reference of what they're making fun of. Okay. Uh, so the outfits to make fun. Of. Well, well, it's got to be because if you. That's what I said. I think they did it on purpose to be extremely weird because. For one, it's the first outfit they've ever sold. And just so you guys know, that outfit alone costs $20 just for that outfit. And in the video, clearly made by them, is goofy, right? It's not like they're taking it serious. So I think they must have done it for kind of a goofy promotion. It just seems like odd timing to me. Right. I see a creature in the background. Is that what you're talking about? Is it's like it a dragon. Is the little dragon that's flying next to him? I didn't really watch the yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be those. That's yeah, it's like a little dragon of. fairy type thing. Yeah, I was gonna see if I could find like a picture of it. Okay, might be. I'm easier. sure you will. People who play WoW, I'm sure they know what it is. I know it's from. They didn't just make up the suit from nothing. I get that. I just, I just saw it. But and it, thought, is, it is odd for it to be a twenty dollar thing, though. Yes, and at Halloween. So yeah, I think right. you're gonna see you're gonna see all kinds of people in this outfit during the Halloween party on WoW, which is weird to me. I will jump to my last and lonely uh, little thing here, which will actually kind of lead into where we're going next. Phasmophobia. I don't want to jump ahead too quickly, but, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about it. So this is about uh, phasmophobia, and it is uh, a big update that they had. And I don't know if you guys even knew about this, but a big update uh, that's coming. They don't have, haven't had it already, I don't think, but it's okay. coming. It's going to make ghosts smarter and less predictable. So it's going to add mo- even more variation to the gameplay, which is what makes the game good already. Uh, Phasmophobia says on here, you know, this is, um, it says it's the best ghost game ever made, according to Rich Stanton. Uh, obviously, that's up for debate. And with the spooky season upon us, it's managed to schedule a lot of would-be ghost hunters and become a Steam top seller, Okay. I agree. We're going to talk about it in a second. This game has really taken off, and I don't want to talk about my own opinions too much on it. But I do like the fact that, like all these other games, when they start taking off and they get a little attention, they're not just leaving them in the dirt. You know what I mean? Back in the day, you'd get a game, you're like, man, this is so good, but I wish they would do this, or I wish they would do that, and that's it. Nowadays, if a game takes off, they start pumping in resources. They start going, okay, how do we keep this thing alive? And their timing on this game, obviously, is impeccable right before Halloween which I'm sure was planned, but, uh, you know, I'm glad that they're doing updates. I'm glad stuff is going to get even more complicated and a little, a little more harder, but I'm also like, dang, we haven't even figured out how to pick who a ghost is anyways. So right. we need some more time um, on this game. Yeah. But just wanted to bring that up. If you guys are phasmophobia fans or you've been watching us play and you think, man, that game looks kind of hard. It's going to get harder. All right. Well, uh, for my final story here, uh, to finish this section of the news up, uh, is Call of Duty Modern Warfare, or better known as uh, Warzone these days, because mm-hmm. multiplayer is still thriving, but uh, Warzone is is the big dog when it yes, comes it to the general public. Um, they have uh, 
done their new event called Haunting of Verdansk or Vernansk. Verdansk. And, and that has uh, released. We're going to be watching a trailer here in just a minute. But before we do that, I want to just talk about some of the details of the game, what you can expect. So mm-hmm. this is this is pretty cool. Uh, you're going to see, let me pull it up here. You're going to see two bundles that you can get. Uh, they're actually just purchase, purchasable bundles. Uh, you're going to get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre bundle, or you can get the Saw bundle. Um, what? With that, you're going to get mm. different guns. You're going to get different, uh, uh, I should say, skins for guns, right? You're going to get uh, some different like little weapons, like melee weapons, and then you're going to get a special skin. So obviously with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you're going to get to be Leatherface. So, nice. You know, if you like Leatherface, there you go. With Saw, you're going to get to be the little ragdoll. The little hee-hee-hee, that guy, you know? Mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm. Do, can't do the laugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's play a game. Um, but yeah, it goes kind of, in, in this article goes into more detail of, like with Saw fans, you'll get the phlebotomizer knife. Uh, an assault rifle blueprint, shotgun blueprint, that kind of thing. Oh, cool. Um, cool. It does say here that uh, the Halloween update also features some major gameplay updates. That's going to include the Jack 12, which is a new automatic shotgun, and it fires faster than any other shotgun in the game. It also includes, uh, the new update includes explosive rounds and giant 32-round magazine. Um, you're going to be able to do two different modes. You're going to do Verdansk in the dark, which is making it harder to see enemy players without special optics. That's because the game itself is literally in the night with rain and, and all the all the fixings. Uh, mm. It's also going to include a ghost train and a cameo from Billy the Puppet and the Spectre of Leatherface uh, just to give players a few scares. So I don't know right. if that means they just pop up randomly or what. Hmm. Uh, and then you're also going to be able to do Warzone's Zombie Royale mode, which is exactly Ooh. what it sounds like. Basically, how the mode works, you're going to go into a normal battle royale, but it's going to be nighttime, spooky, you know, raining, storming. Uh, when you kill a player, that player then comes back as a zombie. Oh, I was thinking it was like maybe just random zombies in the game. The players are going to be the zombies. The players yeah. are going to be the zombies. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that. That sounds yeah. cool. And so to bring your teammates back, uh, you will not just collect money to buy them back. You're going to actually collect these little um, antiviral things. I don't know what you would call them. I'm um, still there's going to be gulags, right? Probably. No, I think you just become a zombie. That's what this. Oh, word really? Is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're, uh, you're picking up like the uh, the uh, what do they call that? The antibody. Yeah. Picking up that. Yeah. yeah. And when you get enough, then you can bring your human friends back. Okay. okay. From the dead. Nice. Um, and then uh, I wonder if they change right where they're at into a human. That would ooh, be crazy. Ooh, yeah. I there is know. a way. I, I read. Okay, hold on. I read that if you when you die, you drop a syringe, and when you're a zombie, if you collect two syringes, somehow I don't know how you do that other than getting yours, and then I don't know where the other one comes from. But if you collect two syringes, you were revived. Probably from killing okay. another person. So maybe, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe that's the whole point of killing other people. So just so you guys know, I know if you guys are listening to this Friday, it's like uh, we've been playing this now. So you guys are talking about like you don't know how this goes. Well, yeah, we haven't played it yet. I got to tell okay. them the story, though. Last night I got on with uh, with my friends and my cousins, 
and uh, Ryan and Hunter were not available, so it was just me and them. I thought, yeah, I'll stay up and play. I'll get get some of the zombie action in before the podcast. Uh, get on, and, you know, it's four of us. We go to hop into the zombie lobby. Oh, you can't do it unless it's with trios. It's not available in quads. So mm. I ended up playing just regular old Warzone last night. So that was boring. Kind of you were pumped to get on zombie, too. Oh, yeah. So I know I was that was just pumped. like, yep. Oh, I'm sorry, my computer's messing up, and then click offline like you used to on Xbox. See you guys. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. yep. <laughs> now, um, also in the uh, the maps, and this also includes the regular war zone, um, there are trick or treat spots. So certain no. certain boxes will have uh, like a trick or treat thing inside of them and scare the piss out of you. This, mm, this like can freak you out or give you a really good gun or something. Right, 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 right. Ah, uh, right. trick or treat. <laughs> so as you collect Big these, brain. once you get enough, then you'll unlock Halloween items. Yeah, from collecting those spots. But they're each sense. each little box is spread in certain areas. So Superstore mm-hmm. has one, you know, Airport has one, Lumberyard, mm-hmm. all that. Anyway, I found that out the hard way because I opened a box and all of a sudden this ghost popped out. And like was loud, and since I already jump in the normal game, you can imagine. So wait, I thought you didn't get to play. No, this is part of the normal too. The box. Oh really? Part. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, so, it got me with one of those for sure. I wouldn't have realized that. Oh yeah, it got me good. Anyway, let's watch the trailer. See what you guys think. Oh, we're at Ryan's house. It's supposed to be a standard out. <laughs> Wait, what? That's Ryan's yard. You didn't know? I still say nothing on earth can scare me. The pity cent? No, I thought that was Buster Rhymes that was in the Halloween movie that time. Remember when he takes on Michael? Mm hmm. Whoa, bro. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go. So that's a multiplayer, though, right? Not in Warzone. No, this is Warzone. There's your zombies. Let's go. No, bro, I don't want to play your game. I only got two hours a week. I won't play your game. I won't play my game. The bastards took my brothers. So when he said brothers, did he mean like his real brothers or like my brothers? I think his oh his, his soldier brothers, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, just I'm checking, the, just seeing. The, it. The, there's no color in the in the military. It's brothers. 
and ours. Okay. So okay, I got you. We're all so, good and equal. I gotta say that looks really good. Like it does. Oh, yeah. it looks super it good. Took a whole new direction. So those are ever has. Yeah. Those. So those are outfits that they get. I was thinking when you described that, you were describing just multiplayer, and then you mentioned zombies in Warzone. So these are basically skins you get for your characters, right? Yes. Okay. This so those all, are just normal players dressed like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, what I don't know is the the, the Verdansk and Dark acted like those characters will still show up randomly as if maybe it's like, an NPC or something. There's cameos. Yeah. So maybe they're yeah. around or, or yeah, maybe they, so. maybe they flash up on your screen. Like that sounds, kind of, that sounds too good a little bit. Like that sounds creepy. Just have Leatherface yeah. show up in the woods with you. Just, I think this shows the power <laughs> of how big gaming's getting though. Let's just think about it for a minute. You know, we've seen it happen with dead by daylight, but that's a horror game that is specifically, for that so it's kind of like oh yeah, yeah it makes sense that they're getting all these licensings for these characters but mm-hmm. to see it now hey we want to use leatherface in call of duty when you mm-hmm. saw in call of duty i mm-hmm. think that's showing you how much bigger games are getting as compared to oh, movies yeah. now yeah yeah they're the new entertainment for sure yep i mean well, that just looked like that looked like a whole game in itself yeah like, people yeah. Would pay six, i'd pay 60 bucks for that game oh yeah easy easy yeah Super good the way they did that. And Warzone's free. That's what people forget. Uh-huh. That's all free. That shows you how much money they make off that store, baby. Man, I never buy a single thing either. I'm just that cheap SOB. I don't. I don't even think about buying anything. But that's what never makes it great for. That's what makes it great for guys like us, though. Yeah, we're not gonna well, buy that much. You're I'm, the in between. You still buy things here and there. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm definitely not like. I, I guarantee you there's people good. out there Dude, just spending money. Yeah. On oh everything. yeah. I got it all, baby, on every game. I can't keep up. All these games started doing it. I'm like, well, I can't keep What'd up. What would you say, Hunter? You were cutting out. I couldn't hear you. I said there's people out there that get addicted and just load money into it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yep. sure. Yep. It's kind of scary when you think about that. It's like, yeah. Gaming is already expensive. I couldn't see myself getting hooked on the extras. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. oh I got to have that skin. Yeah, mm. yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, next, it's time for our game review of Phasmophobia. Order. Order in the court. What's your plea? I'm sorry. I can't cry. This is the final verdict. All right, guys. Well, we are reviewing a game, and this week it is Phasmophobia. Appropriate, right? Because it's Halloween, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're doing mm-hmm. the spookies. So, yep. um, and yeah, we all so, we all are afraid of ghosts for the yes. most part. You know, I'm afraid of a lot of things. So, I'm not afraid of anything. Remember, we talked about that before. That's yeah, right. nothing just, at all. He's just jumpy. Not a single thing. That's all. Just a little jumpy. <laughs> I'm afraid of my bank account going negative sometimes. Yeah, I almost, I almost. Put it in a dark <laughs> I think there, I think that's scarier than any ghost to anybody, any um, adult at least. Yeah, that is very scary. So, uh, anyway, so we've all recently jumped on the the phasmophobia train. Actually, I would say that we were on it before we saw the train coming because yeah. we checked this game out pretty early, and um, you know, for some reason, I thought it was an older game, but it came out in uh, September. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not that old, um, but it is getting a huge following. It's blowing up on Steam. And speaking of Steam, I'm going to read um, a couple of reviews and just kind of the overview description of the game for people who maybe haven't played it yet. Yeah, it is uh, a unique. It's a unique game. It's different. So, and and just so you guys know, I'm going to be playing our stream in the background of the game. Yeah, so okay. Some gameplay of it. So, Phasmophobia is a four-player online. Uh, sorry, online co-op uh, psychological horror game. Um, paranormal activity is on the rise, and it's up to you and your team to use all of the ghost hunting equipment at your disposal in order to gather as much evidence as you can. Um, and so, yeah, basically. If you've ever watched any of the ghost hunting shows on TV, yeah, uh, it's it's kind of like that. Honestly, you mm-hmm. take your equipment in, you try to figure out what's going on, what room the ghost is in. Uh, yeah, it's not your normal in. horror game where you're just in a house that happens to be haunted. Right, it's about investigating the haunted house. It's and it's not. Different. It's very free and open world. You know, it's not a huge open world, but your maps you can travel from whatever point to whatever point you want. It's not mm-hmm. like you're being led. Well, a lot of horror games these these days, this especially the story mode ones, uh, is point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, you're following a, a story basically, but this one is a, a team effort going into these houses, uh, hospitals, and schools even, and you're you're trying to find out you know what the behavior of the ghost is, what mm-hmm. what room they're haunting, what area of the house, whatever that is, and unlike. Most of those shows that you see that hardly have any evidence. You see a lot of ghosts. You have the ghost come at you and try to kill you. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes they succeed and you do die. And when you get killed in this game, you also become like a spirit and you walk around and uh, you're able to kind of see what your teammates are doing. Uh, yeah, and you no can see the ghost. You can see the ghost. You can see what's going on, but you can't really interact with much. Right. You can't interact with anything, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so uh, good game. Um, I'm going to read some of these. Uh, this first one I really liked, this uh, review. Uh, and by the way, the game on Steam has, let me see here. I think it had five stars. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I for I think, uh, I, we don't, I don't want right to give now. anything away about what my thoughts are right now. Yeah, but. so I think it had five stars. but Okay. Um, it said dev, this guy, this guy put uh dev, please hire a team. This game is not allowed to perish under the physical limitations of a single human trying to work on it. Brilliant, but needs aggressive expansion before it disappears from people's radars. Um, I agree with this because if you guys didn't know, and there are listeners out there, this game was produced and worked on by one man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he released it as one man, and he is still one man. So um, I agree with this. I think you need to get a little team. If you want to go deeper, you need man hours. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is there. Maybe he's just an independent. Maybe he doesn't want to share ideas, you know. Um, I don't know what yeah, that he is. Probably, he's probably just a beginner. He didn't get hired on somewhere else, exactly. and he developed his own game. He's a, fact, everybody think, knows who he is now. I think that's the best case scenario, Ryan. If he is just a, a beginner who developed his game by himself, now it's out there and it's blowing up. Okay, now I got the funds to mm-hmm. invest in a team, start my own gaming company, whatever that is. But, um, yeah. Well, this, this is a pre-release game, which a lot of people don't even realize. It's out, but it's not the final game. Like, this is still, in a sense, it's beta. 
So even though we're playing it and they're doing updates right now, they've openly said this is not the final product. This is just so we can get it out there. Yeah. Um, the second one by Mac Sauce is kind of funny. It's not really like uh, it's not really like a, a critic or anything. Of, but it says, uh, teammates left me in a room. <laughs> I saw a deformed child running at me and disappear. I spent the next five minutes sitting in the corner with a crucifix. Highly recommended. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it does put you in that state of mind where it's like, well, what now? What the freak do I do now? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and it does have that kind of a, even though we talked, you know, the graphics on the game aren't super good, it, it has a real vibe to it. When you're talking about ghost hunting in that specific thing they're going for, they did it. It's, it, it, it happens when you're playing the game, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's got that specific kind of eeriness. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it looks like by a lot of these uh, reviews, people are generally getting scared by this game, and I get that because it, it's got a um, an eeriness to it. You know, they didn't try too hard, or he didn't, whoever whoever made this, uh, didn't try too hard to put like um, cheap jump scares, um, anything like that. He really builds an environment based on his surroundings, um, the uh, the. Sc- the houses and things you go into. Yeah, sounds, noises, lighting. Yes, mm-hmm. all that kind of builds you up. Um, this guy put, I played solo. I load up the school map for the first time. I stopped and appreciated how big and unnerving the map was. I checked my equipment. I looked around for some more. I realized that I'm putting off going any further. Um, the phone down the hall rings. After changing my pants, I started to hunt down there where the ring <laughs> came from. All the way down the hall. Uh, but the front door is all the way over here. Like he didn't want to leave the front door. Basically, mm-hmm. I tracked down the room, pull out my EMF reader, which immediately jumps to five. I threw down the book and asked the goat to ride in it, um, and then sort of moonwalked my way back down the hall mm-hmm. uh, and chanting variations of "Nope." <laughs> um, he said one alt. He said one alt F four later, and I'm here writing this review. Um, I simply psyched myself out, but that's a horror game. Yep. yep. So really good. Really, it's good. different because there is no like. Well, I mean, kill it. Right. You get ready. There is no get ready. You either get out or hide, or it's over. I mean, it's not. It's an investigation game, not a ghost fighting game. So that's what's so different about it. Yeah, it, it's extremely fun to play. Um, <laughs> this guy put, sorry, I'm reading some of these in there hilarious. This guy put, I, I was being chased by a ghost. I hid in a closet. I had to fart. My mic picked it up and I died. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's rough. So that's another, uh, another thing to this game, guys, is your mic is live. So the ghost can hear you when you're talking a lot. They can hear you when you use names and cues like show me something. They can hear you. Yep. It, it's, it is like a ghost hunting show. I mean, you you take the EMF reader in there, you take the ghost box to communicate, and you have a conversation. Hey, who is this? You know, mm-hmm. do something for me. Can you make the door move? Whatever. And sometimes you encounter some supernatural. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have a ghost pop up and chase you, and it gets all bad real fast. I, I would uh, I would say the comparison to ghost show. This is better than ghost show because you're going to get actual. Real evidence, and oh, there's no question. Uh, 100%. Right? Right. I'm like, just saying, like, the tools. I'm trying to compare it. If you've never played the game before, I'm trying to compare it to something oh, that yeah, makes yeah. you understand how 
how it operates. Mm -hmm. You literally do have the cameras, the UV cameras, you have the mics, you have the cameras, you have camera stands, you have night vision, you have all the things that you see in those shows. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, one thing they need to do on here is get you some thermal cameras. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, But anyways, those are some reviews, funny reviews. Um, But yes, this game is doing very well uh, on Steam. All reviews are overwhelmingly positive is what it says. Um, Man, that's really good for Steam. Mm -hmm. Usually these independent games you see more like a mostly, mostly positive, you know, or, you know, or mixed, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. mixed, mixed positive, whatever it's called. Let me remind you. September eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. So we're a month, we're a month in. We're a month ago. Yeah. And the other thing I want people to realize, if you haven't played the game and you're not watching live, is the game doesn't look good. <laughs> so, I mean, simple as that. It doesn't. That's, it looks think, like you're playing. I think, I think it does for what it no, is. No, it doesn't. It's PlayStation, and compared to the modern day stuff that we have, this is PlayStation Two. I maybe. think. I think for a one man crew, it looks amazing. Okay. Oh, really? saying, but that, that's my whole point. It's. Ryan, I think you need to go back and play PlayStation. <laughs> I know, I understand. I'm, what I'm saying is, is, is when you're playing Crash Bandicoot and you play this, you can see the resemblance. Okay. Okay. So no, you got this. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes. no. The graphics yes. I would compare to like Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3. Yes. yes. No way. You can't. You can't compare. You can't compare this to uh, Left 4 Dead. No way. Yes. Oh yeah, 100%. it's exactly 100. percent No, it's not. Oh yeah. Nope. Hey, pull go, this, pull go back pull and pull it up. A picture of PlayStation games. <laughs> See, I've been out for a long time, so now I'm just playing all these See, super modern games. Right. You've okay, seen listen, you've okay. seen good graphics. You go back and look. I guarantee. Right. Listen. Okay. Time out. I right. get what you're saying. It's a combo. Hold on. Time out. It's a combo of graphics with the way you move, like a little piece of paper. You know what I mean? And the way the way when you walk into things and and. The environment, it's got that feel like an old game. That's what I'm trying yes. to say. Okay, I, I 100% agree that you can improve, but going saying it's PlayStation 1. I said a, two. That's, I a disserv- two. that's a disservice to the, to well, the game. Well, look up, look up Tomb Raider's graphics from PlayStation 2. Hey, all I know is Resident Evil 2 felt, you know, back then, obviously, I was a kid, but it felt much more... Uh, in depth with the movement and reactions than this game does. Right? Yeah, but it's very th- stiff. But that's because you didn't play 360. You didn't sit, play PlayStation 2 yet. You only played PlayStation 1. No, I did play 360 for years with you guys. No, but I know, but games. I'm saying when you played Resident Evil 2 at the time, oh, I get you. you hadn't yeah, yeah, touched yeah. it. You hadn't, you hadn't had that fine yeah. fruit yet. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But even when I go back and watch the old, like, like okay, for example, the new Tony Hawk versus the old Tony Hawk. The old Tony Hawk still looks better than this to me. No. You watch the old Tony no, Hawk. No, 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 no. I'm please, crazy. It's fine. Can you please pull, like, up a, pull up like a, a graphic or something of the, the <laughs> graphic comparison real quick? It's got to be easy to find. Like, what, not, of, not uh, even this game, but just what? like the Tony Hawk. Don't, now don't, and the Tony Hawk no, game. don't find like the worst game. Find like they, a, uh, They've been watching two. this. We'll just put up Left 4 Dead. He mentioned Left 4 Dead. We'll put yeah, it yeah, up. Do it. yeah do Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, what I'm saying was actually a compliment, and you guys just completely went crazy <laughs> on me. What I'm saying is, even with the graphics wrong. the graphics being a polished turd in the little book that pops up like I'm playing Fable back in the day, uh, wow. even though that's the way it looks, it's still that good and, and sucks you in to play. That tells you that it's a really good game. 
that it's a really great concept because if you compare it to the modern day games, to me, it's boo boo. The looks of the game, <laughs> okay, the way you hold things in your hands, which I get it. It's a single guy, so. I'm not bashing the guy. I couldn't build anything like this. Probably even if I was a game developer, I'd give up because this game had to take well, a lot. I think, I think what you have to take in with it is there's different game styles. There's some games that focus on environment more than their graphics being cutting edge. I will agree with you. There's yes. things like like the way and, – and another thing is you got to think about it is because it's also geared to where you can play it in VR. Yep. So VR has – usually taken a little bit of cut down. On That's true. That. I forgot it was for VR. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Because so, the movement feels more like VR. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like when you see like other players in the game holding a flashlight, it's not proper. It's clipped through their hands, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's because of VR is supposed to be compatible with it. But um, This looks better. Already looks better. No. It's not the yes. same. <laughs> no, it's way better texture. No way. way better curves and way no. smoother movement. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. Oh my gosh! We need to take a vote on this. If this game looks way better already, just a little bit that we're watching right now, the way those it's zombies, those zombies do faster pace. That's but, it. But those zombies look exactly the same. I get that uh, as the as I the characters that. you play is what we're saying. I would I would be willing. I would be even willing to say Ryan that some of the environmental detail in Phasmophobia is more detailed than this game. Oh, easily, easily. But they didn't have the technology back then. We have now. exactly. What I'm saying is, there's no, there's no, uh, like when you sh- when you are doing things, there's a reaction to the environment. There's none of that in that game. So no, all of that adds to, but it, right. but so it's all of that adds to that papery, cheapy feel. Is what I'm saying. It's the not only, just the texture. The it's not only just thing the I didn't agree with you on is that it's piece PlayStation Two graphics. That's all. I, okay. I agree but, with you. I can agree with you that they need to. Like it would be great if they did better. It'd yes. be great if they made things smoother. Hey, pull, pull up something from from PlayStation Two. Like pull, pull up the the best. Uh, what do you call it? Silent Hill that came out on PlayStation Two. And, and pull up, while we're pull up Tomb Raider from PlayStation Two. You're gonna be I, wild. Yeah, but Tomb Raider was a little more cartoony. So you know, I'm looking for the top so shelf. Silent Hill, top shelf. Oh no, it doesn't look. Look, uh, no, this is this doesn't compare. Yeah. <laughs> said, no. yeah, yeah, there's no problem. It probably doesn't. Anyways, guys, my point was, like I said, it was a good thing. I'm saying this guy is a single-man guy. He built this game, and it looks like a single guy built this game compared to other modern games. But even with how the game looks, it's good enough to pull you in, make you want to come back and forget that the graphics are turds. Okay, that's what I'm thing saying. Is that I think you're thinking of, too. And let me <laughs> – there's a difference in, like uh, – uh, you just said this, but there's a difference in uh, indie-developed games – and mm-hmm. um, company-developed games for console. Oh, yeah, definitely. Huge difference. So, you know, thousands of people working so, on the game compared so, to any, oh, game, any games it, can pop up o- over a week. Span. If you're comparing this to most indie games, it looks great. I'm telling you, this already looks a little bit better. This is no. what I do. No. Oh, my gosh. You know. Dude, what are you smoking? Come on, man. Here's what I'm going to say, though. Just like Hunter's saying, Ryan... For a $13 game made by yes. an independent one-person team, it looks better than Left 4 Dead, who was a legit team of game developers of the I'm time. I'm not comparing how, game. when, why. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying just game to game, forget who developed it. You're looking at the looks. This game is is not good, looks-wise. That's what I'm saying. And, no, not- which is okay. That's not That shouldn't hurt the guy's feeling. He should go, okay, no. Yeah, obviously. I know it's not that kind of game, 
But so it's awesome. Looks that better. Look at those trees. That looks better than what's in this this current game. That's a pretty big step up, yeah. Smoking, Ryan what is, is smoking the wild. I don't know. What is he I, watching? I think hey, you're. I think you got your. Car. I think what you got your. I think it's just like the van. He no. has a piece of paper glued together. No, I think. You, I think. About, he, okay. Now go back to wait, 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 wait. I gotta ask you a question. Did you wear your glasses when you played Phasmophobia? Yeah. No. I did. No, I did not. Okay. Oh. Let's take, take in this right here. I'm not wearing my glasses right now while I'm looking at both of these. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Take in this. What we're looking at right now. And then, Clinton, if you can throw up right now when we were in the van and just look at the detail on the desk. That's all. Okay. That's all. I, I rest my case after that. Okay. Just look at the detail on the desk, the computer, like the lamp, the different shading. I, and I, like I told you, I'm not arguing that there can't be a step up, but even – and I, I watch a lot more games online that I bet you guys do. That's why I know all the right. Easter eggs and all that stuff. But there's a lot more games that you, you keep saying – New age games don't look like this. Look at that. You can't tell me that's not more detailed than what we just saw on that screen. Looks like a bunch yeah. of clip art stacked on a desk. No way. <laughs> no He's way. He's just yanking it. Now. He is. Okay, he is. So, but, but, but the point. All but I want to explain, the, the, explain my, my last input on this is that new age game is a wide expand now. It's not just new. I agree. It's not just new gen, generational games on console. There's tons of indie games that are released that are really great games, and they got doo doo for their for, for their, their looks. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. That actually gives them even more credit. That's all I'm trying to say. And right. even, it's, like, it's, it's like Among Us being so good when it's clearly just like you know a game right. from the '80s, but it's still a really good game. And you there's know been saying? people who don't specialize in that that have made pixel horror games that have been great. right. Hey, and Evan, so Evan takes our side. He agrees, but I will not agree with you that this is. PlayStation 2 graphics. No way. I'm telling Maybe you, Evan, I just saw that guy's hair and it looks pretty good. Hey, yeah. any, anybody, anybody watching this already knows I rest my case. Well, Evan just said you're comments. crazy. So there you go. <laughs> my gosh. Evan, I don't love you anymore, man. Hey, but how about that sound design? <laughs> Next on the, the sound, list, check. The sound is great. I think the sound is great. I think the atmosphere is great. I think even the lighting is great. Even though the the uh, the detail of the lighting isn't right, right? How the rays come in and all that, mm-hmm. the graphics portion, but how the lighting is used in the game is great. It's a, it's really a VR game ported to PC, so yeah. really it was made for VR. Um, really makes so, me want to play in VR. I think so, that's why you have the stiff movements, though. I really think yeah. I agree with Hunter because the way you know how VR is, if you're moving too fluid, too fast, mm-hmm. it starts making you feel sick. You start getting mm-hmm. dizzy, all that kind of stuff. So I think I think that's the reason it's kind of static in the environment because they want you to be able to just pick up items. Well, when we're playing with mouse and keyboard, we're not as interested in picking up this cup and laughing at it, right? Because you can't, you don't have that that control over it, like you do. Okay, there. so we've talked about it a little bit. Let's go down the line and say what we really like about it, what we would change, and give it a rating between one and ten. And we're since I'm rating tonight. Um. This is, since I'm doing this segment, I don't want it to be overall games. I'm just talking spooky horror games around this time of the year. <laughs> okay. Um, rate can, it. And I'm we, not, are we comparing it with modern games or PlayStation 2 games? <laughs> oh, boy. Any game you've ever played. <laughs> Any horror game you've ever played. All right, all right. I'm just messing around. Am I going first? That's fine. So the first thing I would change <laughs> on this game... 
is the graphics. <laughs> I, I would give them a full overhaul and make them look like Resident Evil 2, you know, where you dumped in like a couple hundred thousand into the graphics at least. Uh, the new Resident but, Evil, right? What? The new, the new Resident one. Evil yeah, 2. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, outside, of, outside of the graphics, uh, what would I change on this game? A little bit more tutorial. Maybe like a little bit more something that would help us understand how do we find out what this ghost is because it seems like we get it and we can't get it. Like, and I know we haven't played it a ton. And Did each, play the each round, tutorial? yes, each round takes 30, to, 30 minutes to an hour depending on how you're playing. And uh, it's one of those where you get done and it's like I feel like I did a lot better and we still didn't get it right. So maybe, it may, so maybe that's just more time, but I feel like a little bit more of a uh, some kind of help with the learning or maybe even just the descriptions being a little bit better. Something like that would be good. Outside of that, I don't really have any changes to make on this game. For what it is, for what it's supposed to be, I think, I think they nailed it. I've never played a game like this game. It's very mm-hmm. unique. I think the vibe that he wanted, he got, you know, and I think that I think he got more than I mean, I think probably when he made it, he was like, you know, I love this. I don't know if anybody else is going to love this, but, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden people freaked out about it. And mm-hmm. he's probably over there losing his mind going, oh, my gosh, babe, look how many downloads, you know, <laughs> something mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. And uh, I think it's great. I mean, uh, if I gave it a number, we won't, we'll wait to give it a number. But for right now, that's I don't think I'd have any other changes other than the two things I mentioned, really. Okay. Uh, for me, graphics, um, you know, character textures mm-hmm. uh, are a bigger deal to me. Uh, as far as when I look at you guys, it'd be nice for you to look better. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say that the ghosts themselves actually have better textures. You can tell. Yeah, they put, look. They look put, decent. He put more work into making the 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 ghost scary looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. I don't know. Graphics to me, I think the graphics for this right now for what it is is fine. I think for me, I want a little more meat to it. So um, I think we talked about this in the past, Hunter. Um, I'd like to see like some backstory to maybe some of these ghosts have some different elements that you could find of maybe how the ghost died. Therefore, you mm-hmm. can get more information out of the ghost or something. Mm-hmm. Some kind of, yeah. you know, some kind of mystery that you can find out to help you. A little more connection more to the environment, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, more interaction with the environment. You know, there's other things they could do, make curtains mm-hmm. move, make pillows mm-hmm. fly off couches. Uh, I don't know, things like that. Uh, sound design to me, the grudge voice kind of is repetitive sometimes the mm-hmm. sound. So I think expanding out and getting some better sounds uh, for that. Which I, think this, I think this new expansion is, is adjusting things like that. Okay. From what I, from what I read. The footsteps are a big win for me. You know, mm-hmm. I think anytime you have footsteps, they're running at you. You can hear them coming. Is always oh, freaky. Uh, my yeah, favorite, and they're they're not just right and left. He did a good job at distance and mm-hmm. forward and back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I really love the idea of actually hiding, having to hide from the ghost when she goes when the ghost goes mm-hmm. in the hunt mode. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, um, the big thing I like about this is it has the PT vibes. And uh, the other game, what was that? Visage, is that yep. what it was? Visage, Fiz- visage, something like that. So it it reminds me of that. Definitely have those vibes, especially the the beginning house areas. So, um, but overall, I'm not quite as hard on it as Ryan because I think it's so unique in that mm-hmm. it is a ghost hunting game. 
so I can overlook some of those uh, graphics and things like that. But. I was trying to make a short, silly comment about the graphics being poor compared to modern top-level games. You guys made it a big deal, so I had to just dig in. I dug my heels in. Where you set me off was the PlayStation 1 comment. Yeah, oh well. I, I couldn't have it. <laughs> he couldn't yeah, stand there and watch I you pee on their grave. I couldn't let that rest. No, I, I agree, and I agree with Ryan. I think that the graphics can be updated and, and do much better, and I think that that will improve the scare mm-hmm. factor. But I don't think that if I had a list of things to send into him and he had to do them in an order, that wouldn't be my first thing. Um, no, I think it wouldn't that, be mine either. I think it would be a, a little towards the end of the list, in fact. I think I'm with Clinton on the fact that I, I need some depth. I need some when – you, when you look at all these ghost stories, what makes this ghost story a good story and a good scare is a – is 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 a backstory almost why mm-hmm. are they there mm-hmm. and and it's just kind of random right now like you're going into this house there's a ghost there and yeah. in all the concepts of trying to figure out what it is are not personal they're just mission is it is you know is it writing in a book blah blah blah. i think there needs to be more puzzle solving in the game um yeah, no, right. other than just guessing things i think in the house you could do some puzzle solvings like when they put keys in there was a bunch of keys, mm-hmm. and I, I think that is to open the doors when everything locks down maybe, but when I first picked up a key, I thought, ooh, we're going to be led on a little chase here, find clues. Like, mm-hmm. I want some of that puzzle solving, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, the clues can lead you to learning more about what the ghost is. Like, maybe certain ghosts are only children, and then you find out they're children by figuring out that they're, you know, have certain toys in the house or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or you find that, like that that toy or that item, maybe you can bring that to a certain uh-huh. room and get get more Cosmore feedback. Activity. Mm-hmm. Yes, so different things like that, and, and you know, in a depth uh, to the game to kind of uh, immerse you in it more. Mm-hmm. Now it's just so speed runny. Like it's like uh, I'm going to take this in and see if it's cold. I'm going to take this in and see if they react to the crucifix. I'm going to take this in. And it's not even a different reaction each time. It's like, did they freak out and the EMF went up? Yes. Okay. Well, then, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of, it's one note right now. And I think it could have a lot more flavors. Um, Yeah. Speaking as a chef, but um, (laughs) yeah, I agree. Um, And I, and I agree on the graphics. I just, I can't sit here. Maybe the characters, the characters are the only ones that are really dumbed down. And the only reason I think they are, is think about this. I think maybe they're thrown in last minute because you're not supposed to see a whole character. And I mean, if you're, you're going to see your, your partners, you right? Know I mean? In VR, but it yeah. may be different in VR. I haven't played it in VR, so right. I would like to know um, if he originally planned on doing co-op. That's what I'm saying. Maybe not. Maybe this was just a VR single-player scare game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he realized, hey, if we did this with a couple other people. I will tell you his decision to make it co-op and be playable on PC is brilliant because he's it's paying off for him now. Oh yeah, it's the only way I this game would ever take off. This was like a just VR. Yeah, yeah, yes, I agree. I think there would have been a niche of people who really loved it, but anybody who doesn't have a VR set's not going to get experience this. Mm-hmm. And um, you think and PlayStation? It's a good game, man. You think PlayStation yes. VR tries to get a deal struck with him? Get it ported if he over to PlayStation VR? It more. Yeah, I think if he can if he can show that there's more to this game and that how it can expand and you know we're gonna have to have more map packages. Well, I mean, you could you could go to you can go to 
other countries and other terrains and other yeah. bring in other stories and There's you know so I mean many, yeah if you yeah. went deep with the storylines you can go all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's there's a lot, a lot, a lot of potential for this game. Yeah, because it's so simple, you could make a literally a whole huge series. I mean, this this literally could be like a Five Nights at Freddy's type situation where it, it then spawns other uh, versions of itself, mm-hmm. making tons of money. What number do you give it? Oh, I have to give the number first. Yeah, I asked you. Okay. Well, I did want to make one more comment that I forgot to include in mine. Okay, well, I'm going to include it anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to say I like the random, randomness of the ghost. So, yes. like Ryan, Ryan did say earlier, like 30 minutes to an hour. We have had those kind of rounds, and sometimes those rounds are longer. But you also sometimes have a ghost where, like, as soon as you step foot through the door, it's banging on stuff and throwing items and mm-hmm. flashing lights at you, you know. And those are really fun. Well, I'm sure it's probably not 30 minutes to an hour when you know how to but it provoke it way. properly and interact, you know. Yeah. yeah. We're we're still learning the game. We did have one one night, though. I think we were on it for over an hour, and it's never revealed itself. Never, really. yeah. Which Maybe one crazy. time it showed itself at the end of the stairs, and then that was it. Yeah, that was And then we, we guessed the one that we thought, the only one that fit something being that shy and that quiet and all that, and it was still wrong. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh Good, solid game overall. So for me, um, if we're comparing it in the space of horror games, I mean, oh, I can't remember what I gave Resident Evil, actually. Um, but Like what, RE2? Yeah, I think it was like in the 8s. Yeah, either 8 or 9. <clears throat> this one, as it stands right now, um, I'm going to give it a 7.6. That's a solid, solid game. A 7.6 to me is pretty good. So yeah, that's a real good rating for you. That's including games like RE2 and RE7. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think because of the co-op, the uh, the friend aspect, mm-hmm. uh, this just has some things. I, I like games that push the envelope in areas we New haven't things. been to yet. Yeah, and you don't you don't see a lot of um, horror games pushing the interaction with things within the game as far as mm-hmm. like voice and uh, and and light and things like that. And then being with your buddies. So I, I think mm-hmm. the only horror games I can think of that are co-op would be like our shooters. For, well, you got Friday Thirteenth. You've got oh uh, yeah Dead yeah those Day- are good. Dead by Daylight, and then what else? What else we got? The I know Resident Evil Three had a little shooter deal that they just released, but that's yeah Left for Dead right? and things like that. Yeah, but no no haunted house. Let's go into this scary place and yeah check investigative. It out kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my score, seven point six. I'm gonna give it a uh, a seven, which is probably higher than you guys expected out of me after all the dookie graphics. Yeah. But that really only means that I think this game, I think this game has the potential with deep story, good graphics, smoother movement, and more depth to be like a like a level nine game, like top mm-hmm. game because it's so unique. I'm with Clint on loving the unique factor on games, and so for me. And I think you, you, you could have, you know, just a playability on this game that could continue for years if it was developed properly. And you got you could be playing some other game for a month and a half and then just binge all weekend with your buddies on this game again because there's new content and mm-hmm. there's new areas and, there, and you just have a blast again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, right. So if it goes that direction, yeah. So that's why I give it a seven because it's a good game now, but because I see so much potential. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, I'm actually going to give it a seven too. Um, okay. And it's an optimistic seven because I do feel like this has a very potential to grow just mm-hmm. depending on what the guy does with it, man. Uh, uh, it really depends if he just chooses to take this and run, maybe get some people to come help him and stuff like that. But How, how many um, reviews did you say they had on the Steam for this? Um, I didn't know the total, but I, I can what look it, it showed. I can look it up the for you. Overwhelmingly positive reviews. There was uh-huh. forty three thousand nine hundred and thirty two. Okay, so and that's just the overwhelming positive ones. And we're talking about a fourteen dollar game, so right. yeah. The, the hope is he takes whatever money he made off that. It's been out for a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's under the indie games. Okay, it's under the indie game criteria. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a professionally produced game. You know, right. it, and so it's amazing. It's amazing what this guy's done. I hope he continues to run with it. Um, seven, because the graphics, like Ryan has talked about, I, I agree with that. Seven, just because it needs to be deeper. Man, I, I would even be good, like, just using your shadows better. Like, you know, making some things in the corners of the room that look like people. Because mm-hmm. that'll draw your eye. Because it can get really stale when you walk around for five minutes and nothing happens mm-hmm. put some stuff in there that keeps you eerie you know so are you um, want like are you wanting the ghost to do like uh, some tricks and stuff to you as well yes some little, some because that's the whole thing it, it's supposed to be like okay so the ghost apparently attacks you sometimes more when your psyche's down when your psychological right. strain right. well i think when you're in there in your psychological strain you should be seeing things mm-hmm. like okay okay something's in front of me there's a person there okay when i got closer it became a chair Oh yeah, even yeah. things even things where like you might hear something and you're like, Hey, you guys hear that? No, we didn't yeah, hear it at all. So you yeah. get picked on more when you're mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so great. That's just it's a great idea. And so yeah, I agree. Um so was, uh just so you guys know, I, and, and so there would be if if I knew this game was done and this was all they're gonna do with it. I probably wouldn't lower it a ton because it still had a lot of fun and I'm still going to have a lot of fun with it. So right. I'd probably, I'd probably give it a six, you know, but I'd keep it at a seven if it wasn't going to change, honestly. Okay. No. Um, I'm, I'm rating it a seven in, in optimism that it's going to go up to about an eight and a half, nine for me. Yeah. I'm rating it a seven saying it's going to go to a nine too. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope it does. Hope I hope Can it you does. imagine though? And going back to the graphics again, I you know, keep touching on that, but, could you imagine? I don't know if you guys have seen Visage or uh, some of those really well done graphic horror games. If this was that polished, it would be super terrifying. Oh, but yeah, again, it wouldn't be if you didn't do anything to the environment, right? Because if mm-hmm. you just really everything looked so super realism, but nothing happened for ten minutes, it's just mm-hmm. like you're walking through an empty house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it needs more. It's got to be a mixture, and that's what that's what. Um, Visage did really good. I don't even saying that right. It's Visage or Visage. Um, that's what they did really good is they put things in the house that looked like people from a distance. They would like you'd go down a hall, and then when you went back down the hall, things had changed, and they were so mm-hmm. subtle that your mind didn't realize what exactly they were, but you could tell something changed. Just mm-hmm. really weird things like that. I think this game, if it threw in some of those concepts, could be next level for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think his ideas though line up with that. If you look at the yeah. tricks that he has the ghost do, so 
you know, the best case scenario is this guy makes money off it, hires a team, we get an updated, awesome game. Um, worst case scenario is this game does so well that some bigger companies pick up on it and you get a lot of copycat games, kind of like you've seen with um, PT or Amnesia mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, games like that. Because if you think if you think about it, Resident Evil Seven took the whole cabin in the woods approach, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre look, mm-hmm. um, and and the first person point of view. And I think it's because of games like, um, like you said, Hunter, um, PT, and games like that. I know PT was just a demo, but uh, an right. example of that style. If you look at that style, then Resident Evil's like, hey, let's let's take that and adapt that to our game. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway. So I, I think it has no no choice but to go up. I mean, um, like this rabbit. Know. We're watching the gameplay right now. There's a rabbit on the bed, stuffed rabbit. Mm-hmm. But like you, you can make some mechanics in that game to where when you turn around and turn back, it's looking at you. Yeah, like yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that would just make it. I would richen up the game. I think so. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we or like if that. you it, yeah, if you were to touch the rabbit. You start hearing footsteps coming from a distance, dun, 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 yeah. and somebody's angry or something. You put that right. rabbit out real quick. Or, or, yeah. you put, or you put yeah. your voice meter next to the object, and all of a sudden, you're getting some yeah. something coming through. Or yeah, know. there's a lot more he can do. I agree. Yeah. I think he's gonna. I mean, the fact that there's already an update coming and that this is not the finished product tells us a right. lot, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah, he's I mean, it, it is early access, so that's true. We are ready yeah. in a game that's not really mm-hmm. officially. Uh, been mm-hmm. launched yet so yeah. if we if we could be high on daisy for so long we can be high on this yeah for yeah. sure yep. all, I right, hope. all right well that was good guys good show good review uh good news and now we got some games to go play so yeah, that's right. we're, we're gonna check that out but uh hope you guys enjoyed the show if you want to check us out uh you can go over to our website we got our game videos posted we got uh, live streams over on twitch.tv facebook live you know wherever you can find us we're there and then if you want to support us go over to patreon you can uh support us there you can also donate over on our facebook page uh, we appreciate it any way we can get it you know what i'm saying oh uh, yeah but yeah so uh we'll see you next week and with that said stay delirious stay daddy and stay gaming This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.